morning in awe of your faithfulness, in awe of your provision, and in awe of the fact that you loved us enough to save us, Lord. We just thank you so much for this opportunity to be here in this place with you and with each other as we lift up our praise in your name.
Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And as we prepare to celebrate the mystery of Christ's love, let us acknowledge our sins and ask the Lord for pardon and strength. Please kneel. Most merciful God, I confess that I have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what I have done and by what I have left undone. I have not loved you with my whole heart. I have not loved my neighbors as myself. I am truly sorry and I humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on me and forgive me that I may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen.
Lord be with you. Let us pray together the Colette. Almighty God, you have given us your only Son to be for us a sacrifice for sin and also an example of godly life. Give us grace to receive thankfully the fruits of this redeeming work and to follow daily in the blessed steps of his most holy life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The children would like to come forward. We'll pray for them. Hallelujah. This is our future right here. Reach your hand out towards the children. Lord, we speak a blessing on them. We ask you to protect them and to fill them with your life-giving Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless. Our first reading comes from Jeremiah, chapter 23, beginning in verse 23. I am a God near at hand, says the Lord, and not a God afar off. Can anyone hide himself in secret places so I shall not see him, says the Lord? Do I not fill heaven and earth, says the Lord? I have heard what the prophets have said, who prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long will this be in the heart of the prophets who prophesy lies? Indeed, they are prophets of their deceit, of their own hearts, who try to make my people forget my name by their dreams, which everyone tells his neighbor, as their fathers forgot my name for Baal. The prophet who has a dream, let him tell a dream. And he who has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, says the Lord? Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces? The word of the Lord. This morning's psalm is Psalm 82. We'll read responsibly by the asterisk. God stands in the congregation of the mighty. How long will you judge unjustly? Defend the poor and fatherless. Deliver the poor and needy. They do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are unstable. I said, you are the gods. All of you are children of the Most High. But you shall die like men. And fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth. For you shall perish. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. This morning's New Testament lesson is from the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed striving against sin, and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as to sons. My sons, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens, and scourges every son whom he receives. The word of the Lord. According to St. Luke, glory be to thee, O Lord. St. Luke chapter 12, beginning at verse 49. I came to send fire on the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how distressed I am till it is accomplished. Do you suppose that I came to give peace on earth? I tell you, not at all, but rather division. From now on... From, For from now on, five in one house will be divided, three against two and two against three. Father will be divided against son and son against father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother Mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Then he also said to the multitudes, Whenever you see a cloud rising out of the sky, out of the west, immediately you say a shower is coming. And so it is. And when you see the south wind blow, you say, there will be hot weather. And there is. Hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it you do not discern this time? 
the gospel of our Lord. Praise be to the Lord Christ. psalm this morning, I really felt like God wanted to encourage you, encourage us here at St. Michael's, because a word went out to us to feed the poor, take care of the needy, and we responded. This food ministry that we have, many of you came out and, and helped and have helped minister to the needy and those less fortunate than us. And I want you to know that God sees that. And God's happy with that. And when you please God, He gives you power. He gives you strength. Amen? Well, my text today is not going to be so much about division, Bishop. I don't like father against son or daughter against daughter-in-law, so... I decided to talk in Hebrews, and maybe that'll come out here in it. But I want to give you a little Bible study on the book of Hebrews, starting in chapter 12, our reading. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. That's how this chapter starts. Chapter 11 is the faith chapter. Chapter 12 gives us the commands on what we're to do. It's marching orders. And so I want you to think back of chapter 11, all the faith these men had, from Cain to Abraham to Daniel. All these people believed God and saw the promises of God fulfilled to some degree in their life. Even Abraham... His promise was, your seed is going to be like the sand on the ocean floor or the stars in the sky. He didn't get to see all of that, but he got, he got to see God's promise. 
and he believed it. Gideon, I mean, it goes through 25 men and women of faith who believe God. And he says, therefore, because of this, we're surrounded by these witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. That sounds hard. That's marching orders. See, there's something that wants to ensnare you and me. There's something at work in our own self and in the world around us that wants to capture us and make us ineffective Christians. But we're surrounded by this great faith, right? He's calling us to run with endurance. I don't know if you've done much running. I do a little, not much. But it takes endurance. It takes effort. It takes pain. It takes suffering to run the race. What the Lord spoke to me for us at St. Michael's is that there's been a snare laid for us. There's been a snare laid by the devil for you. But guess what? The snare is broken. The snare is broken. You know, I had a good friend of mine, Bishop, every week he would call me. He'd say, Father Jim, the snare is broken. I'd say, hallelujah. But I didn't see it. I still felt I was trapped. I still felt that my leg was ensnared and I couldn't get out. He did that for 11 years. Called me weekly. Jim, the snare is broken. Okay. All right, the snare is broken. I believe it. I believe it, Lord. But it says you have to look unto Jesus, the author of our faith. Do you know why the snare is broken? Not because... We're so good, or so that we know how to get out of a trap. The snare is broken because of Jesus Christ. Because of the price that he paid for you and me. You know, as I was meditating on this, the price he paid was agony. I've been fortunate enough to go to the, the uh, Church of Many Nations in Gethsemane. It's also called the Basilica of Agony. And what's in this cathedral that people from all over the world sent to build is a big piece of rock right at the foot of the altar. And that rock is where Jesus, when he was in the, in the garden, fell down and swept blood on that rock. 
in agony because he knew what was up ahead. And his prayer was, Father, take this cup from me if it be your will, but not my will, but your will be done. And he actually sweat blood on that stone. And when you go in that place, you feel the forgiveness, the power of God. Because it's the actual place where Jesus paid a price for you and me. We did a mass there last time. And they kind of rope it off so people can't get in because it's, it's a tourist attraction. But we're at the head altar with this stone in front of the altar. And it's all CEC people there. And I'll never forget, I thought how blessed we are to be here. And what happened is we started doing the Mass, the Holy Spirit just fell. And you knew your sins were wiped away. And people were jumping over the rope. People were fighting to get in to where we were having communion. Because the glory of God was there. His forgiveness was there. And see, God wants us to get that in our heart, what He paid. From there, He went to the crucifixion. And he paid with his life. He played with his blood. And what that means is the snare is broken. The devil has no power over you. You have power over him. And he, by his Holy Spirit, has given you the ability to overcome that sin which so easily drags you down. Now it's summertime. I forget about this stuff. I'm just living my life. We get off track, don't we? We get taken off this way or that way. But you know what? Summer's coming to an end. And God's saying, I want you to get serious about who you are. About what God has done for you. He's forgiven your sin. He's wiped it away. It doesn't matter if you're a murderer, if you're an adulterer, if you're a robber or a thief, a liar. There's no sin that you can do that God cannot wash away. And we're so dumb sometimes. We don't look unto Jesus. We look at ourselves. Oh, poor me. Oh, wow, poor me, man. Things are so hard. I'm barely making it. Oh, my children. I just worry about them every day, Bishop. The snare is broken. The snare is broken. The enemy has no power. Look unto Jesus, the author 
who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of God. For the joy that was set before him. Where is joy? He was thinking about you and me when he went through this. Knowing to redeem us, he had to pay a price. In Psalm 124, it says, the snare is broken. Why? Because we put our hope in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. That sounds so easy. But try to make the heaven and the earth. It's big. Bigger than us. So, what do we have to do? We have to start, we're in a race. That's what we need to remember this morning. You're in a race. And when you're in a race, you're fighting for a prize. And that's how God wants us to run this race. You know what are the things that hold us back? Disappointment? Despair? Uncertainly? Uncertainty? The way to break the snare is by confidence and courage. St. Michael's, God's giving us courage today. He's giving us courage because of what he did for us. He's given us confidence today. You know, when my friend called me every week and said the snare is broken, I had to decide, do I believe that? Do I have confidence that I'm going to be okay? You ever been in a trial for 11 years? I'm sure you have. Sometimes our trials go on and on and on. And it seems like there's no end to our trial. We ask ourselves, will, I, will this ever change? Endurance. God always wants us to have endurance. Have you ever noticed the Lord always kind of waits to the last minute for deliverance? He lets the armies build. He lets them get a plan. And you know you're going to lose. But not really. What does the scripture say? What can man do to me? The one word of fear is the one who can destroy our soul. Who can captivate our soul? You know, we all make mistakes. We all get ourselves in trouble, and that's what this is about today. We all do things that are very stupid, and we look back and we think, oh, now we have to suffer. Now we have to pay the price for our mistake. You don't. 
What God is after is your heart. He's looking for a man or a woman to stand up because of this great cloud of witnesses and say, I believe. I believe that Jesus paid the price for me. I believe that I'm going to be okay. I believe that God is going to deliver me from this fiery furnace, this furnace of affliction. Every morning, that's what you should be saying when you wake up. Instead of, oh, another day, how am I going to make it? Christina, how are we going to make it today? think that's funny, huh? I had 11 years to get that right. I had 11 years to figure out I'm going to be okay. Because I said, it doesn't matter what happens to me. I'm going to serve the Lord wherever I am, whoever I'm with. And I might not like it, but I have a Holy Spirit who broke the snare, who broke the power of sin in my life. That's for us. You guys really responded to feeding the poor. We've got a great thing going here. And what I want to tell you today is God wants to answer your prayers. Are you in a fiery trial in your life? Do you have a lot of uncertainty of what your future looks like? That's a snare. That's a snare that wants to grab hold of you and say, we probably aren't going to make it. It probably ain't going to turn out the way I dreamed. That makes me laugh. Because I got friends calling me saying the snare's broken. And I'm here telling you the snare's broken. You have freedom. I don't care what you've done. You have freedom because of the agony that our Savior paid for you and me. And he wants us to walk out of this place today on cloud nine. He wants us to walk out with a smile on our face and us saying, I believe. I believe that Jesus is going to take care of me, that Jesus loves me. And devil, yeah, I did all those things. I made mistakes, but guess what? The blood of Jesus covers me. The blood of Jesus covers me, and I'm a happy soldier, and I'm going to run this race. I'm going to win this prize. I'm going to accomplish all that you have for me, Lord. Amen? All right, let's stand. Let's say together what we believe. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of life, 
very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. The third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and is seated on the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. And I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. He sat at the right hand of the Father interceding for us, Therefore, let us go to God in prayer for the church that she will be faithful to preach the gospel regardless of the cost. Lord, in your mercy, for the nations that they will lay aside any hatred or bitterness and work together toward reconciliation and peace. Lord, in your mercy, for parents who await the arrival of a newborn that they will see the child as a gift from God. Lord, in your mercy, for our inner cities, that violence, drug abuse, poverty, and fear will be replaced by peace, sobriety, prosperity, and revival. Lord, in your mercy, for the poor, the widow, the orphan, and the homeless. Lord, in your mercy, for agriculture, that God will make the earth fruitful and bless those who cultivate the fields. Lord, in your mercy, for those who protect us at home and abroad. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, your Son, Jesus, is the author and finisher of our faith. Hear our prayer and give us the grace to be faithful to your calling. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Peace of the Lord be always with you. And with your spirit. Turn and greet your neighbor with the peace of God. Okay. All right, our announcements. Well, we have a men's meeting and a women's meeting at 9 a.m. this coming Saturday.
women's and men's meeting. That's unprecedented. That is amazing. Well, I was informed to, uh, to tell you guys to bring your ladders and cordless drills and work gloves. So ladies, get to it. <laughs> so seriously, uh, uh, bring those items. We're going to be putting up a pergola right here. We're going to be replacing this old beat-up looking one that we have out here. That's not even a pergola anymore. It's just a bunch of beams running around. So uh, we're going to set that up, make it look nice, get our front door looking good. Also on society, uh, there are ways and item. Uh, there's ways to help and items to bring. There's a flyer in the narthex. Just look for this. And please grab a hold of one of those. If you can't come out to help, it's great to have people who can help donate. Very, very simple ways of doing this. I wanted to say something really quick about this, though. I mean, the numbers just keep escalating. Last week we had, we must have probably fed 350 to 400 people. Um, wow. Yeah. That number is going to keep going up with inflation and, and uh, um, with the, uh, certainly with the, now I can't get political, I'm sorry, uh, but with the, uh, with what's going on with inflation, gas prices, we're going to, those lines are going to get longer, but I've always felt like, I've always known, this is why I kept doing it year after year after year, was this is part of our lifeblood as a church. It's not something we can, it's not an option, it's not a extra church program. This is part of who we are. And I just want to encourage you guys to come out. And uh, I've seen in my own life some of the snares and the, and the uh, that Father Jim's talking about, some little snares in my life. They get, they get broken out there because Amen. you just see things differently. You see things differently and you have your lives changed. So I just want to encourage you, keep coming on out. Amen. Thank you, Phil. i got to do the other thing. Sorry. Oh, yeah, go ahead. All right, so we've got some people who made some stuff uh, for our intermittent bake sale that we do. Every once in a while, they're going to make some things. Um, we're asking minimum $5 donation per piece. You can give cash, or we can ex actually accept through the app. There's a category in the app that if you guys want to pay for the baked goods, um, it's just youth group, okay? So I encourage everybody to press in. These kids pressed in. Thank you very much. As we prepare to receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, let us respond to God's word by engaging with him in musical worship and presenting to God our tithes and offerings out of that which God has given to us. Through Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. But do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God.
believers to receive the body and blood of Christ. This is the table of the Lord. It's made ready for those who love him and for those who want to love him even more. So come, you who have much faith, you who have little, you who've been here often and you who have not been here long, you who've tried to follow and you who've failed. You come because it's the Lord who invites you. It's his will that those who want him should meet him here. So come today to this table. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. Through his cross and resurrection, he freed us from sin and death and called us to the glory that's made us a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people set apart. Everywhere we proclaim your mighty works, for you've called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. So with all the choir and angels in heaven, we proclaim your glory, and we join in their unending hymn of praise. fountain of all holiness. Let your Holy Spirit come upon these gifts to make them holy, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he was given up to death, a death he freely accepted, he took bread. He gave you thanks. He broke the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup. Again, he gave you thanks and praise, 
and gave the cup to his disciples and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread, this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church throughout the world. Make us grow in love together with our patriarch Craig, our Bishop Douglas, and all clergy. Remember for those for whom we now pray. Susan, Naomi, Sonja, Sandra, Karen, and Doug, Tammy, Denisa, Daniel, Ron, Bob, Henry, David, Luciana, the Madison and White families, the Marines and Sailors of Camp Pendleton, and all those who are in the armed forces, for Eric J. Harris also. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and the broken. As we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles, martyrs, and all the saints. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him, with him, and in him. In the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, so we have the courage to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah, Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Hallelujah. O Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us thy peace. The gifts of God for the people of God, take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on them in your heart. With thanksgiving. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Body of Christ.
Amen. In thanksgiving, let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of our Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us in spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the battle and be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. God rebuke and we humbly pray. And do thou, a prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, cast into hell, Satan, and all evil spirits who wander through the world, seeking the ruin of our souls. God loves you. God has forgiven you. God is not angry at you. And God will never leave you nor forsake you. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, be with you from this day forth forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Nothing can take my heart. Your cross has made a way my-